thank you. Thank you so much for this opportunity to be here with you. Um, I am excited because every one of you has the potential to change your world for good. And I am excited to be able to just share a little, a little something from the Word of God to encourage you, to strengthen you, to maybe pause and allow you to think on some things that would be beneficial to you. Let's go to our scripture, and then we're going to continue on with what the Lord may say uh, today. Psalm 111 is going to be where we're going to be found. It's going to be from the Christian Standard Bible, just a kind of slightly different modern translation. Uh, Psalm 111 says it like this, Hallelujah, I will praise the Lord with all my heart in the assembly of the upright and in the congregation. The Lord's works are great, studied by all who delight in them. All that he does is splendid and majestic. His righteousness endures forever. Remember that word forever because it's forever. Verse 4, he has caused his wondrous works to be remembered. The Lord is gracious and compassionate. He has provided food for those who fear him. He remembers his covenant forever. He has shown his people the power of his works by giving them the inheritance of the nations. The works of his hands are truth and justice. All his instructions are trustworthy. They are established forever and ever, enacted in truth and in uprightness. He has sent redemption to his people. He has ordained his covenant forever. His name is holy and awe-inspiring. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. All who follow his instructions have good insight. His praise endures forever. Just want us to, in the beginning of this message, I want us to take just take a moment of silence for the <laughs> for 2020. I just want us just to take a pause in like all of the things that we do, because I think we may not have grieved long enough for all that we have lost. I don't know about you, but 2020, 2021 is kind of like the same thing. It's a new year, but it's kind of a run-on sentence. It just keeps going and going. 2020 and 2021 has been, I know, you, I know we may not like this word, but unprecedented. It has been something that we have not faced in our generations. And this, this new decade, this second decade uh, of the 2000s has been and hit us hard. And I think sometimes, uh, especially in church, sometimes we can mm, fake it till we make it and we can act like everything's good and everything's wonderful. But man, this has been tough. This has been challenging to live in an ever-changing world that is rapidly changing. Like, we know stuff changes, like we get older or better or, or both. Uh, but we live now in a world that is rapidly changing, and we are more distanced than ever, not simply socially, but spiritually, physically, emotionally. There are people that we have lost there are people that we are losing, and there's so much calamity in our world. I think we can just take a moment and inhale and exhale and breathe. This year has been a time of great transition 
in the life of every human being on the planet. And it is in these moments that we have to take heart that all of the things that are vying for our attention, all of the things that are asking for our allegiance, all of the things that are trying to force us to choose a side, trying to define us by a pre-described label and then cause success to be based on who loses the less, who loses the least, can we just take a moment and acknowledge the loss? Can we take a moment and say, man, it's been challenging, it's been tough, it's been hard, it's been difficult, yet we remain. I think sometimes in the whirlwind of life, we can very easily miss the still, small voice of the one who doesn't change, the one who is always constant, always available, doesn't become old or stale or grow weary, but the one who is secure and can be our security. That one is Yahweh, God, Adonai, Most High God, whichever, whichever acronym you want to give to him, whatever, whatever descriptor you want to say about God, we find all of life is changeable. All of life is moving, shifting, going differently. Life has been and always has been and always will be complicated, but right now, it's just a little, just a little bit much. There's a lot of people talking, not a whole lot of people saying much. There's a lot of things being spout. There's so many opinions. Opinions are like belly buttons. Everyone has them, and everyone wants to share them, and some people don't have qualifications, and they still talk because they have a, they have a keypad and a mouse, and so they just go for it. Life is not a stage in which we act upon. Talk is cheap. Actions cost us something. But we are in a moment, I believe, which is so important for our lives that we don't want to be adrift in this moment. That we need something that is larger, more powerful, more consistent than us. Because you know, we are difficult. We find ourselves in situations that when change comes, people get very funny. People change, places change, things change. Yet in all of this that's happening, if we can just pause for a moment and realize the unchangeable nature of God. I like to call him the constant of the ages, the one who doesn't grow weary, the one who is, who was, and who always will be. The one that is faithful above it all, faithful through it all, and faithful to us all, even if we're not faithful to him. I would love for us to have a moment of truth and in your hearts. Just admit, man, we've trusted people, and if we're honest, we know how some of that's turned out. We've trusted things, institutions, ideas, places. And even if it was pleasurable in the moment, it wasn't permanent. Because oftentimes the things that we place our trust in don't have the ability 
to hold on to the expectations that we give it. This is why we've experienced disappointment. When you put too high of an expectation on something that has low output, that's when you become disappointed because we place our trust in something that did not have the gravity or the weight or the ability to hold up to our expectations. And oftentimes, we experience loss and hurt because we, we, we trusted too much in something that was too little. And oftentimes, we find ourselves in our experience with God. Our error becomes when we treat God like a human and not like he's holy. What I mean by that is sometimes we put attributes upon God that we have experienced through people. We allow ourselves to treat God as if he is um, earthly and he is heavenly, as if he is timely and he is timeless, as if he is like us when he is completely other than. He is completely set apart, unequal, unrivaled, totally different, nothing like us, unique, without rival, unshakable, unstoppable, unending. He's true. He is the source and sustainer of life. He is the giver of every good and perfect gift. He is the definition of love. He is just and merciful. Because some people are just, but they're not merciful. Some people are merciful, but they're not just. He's true and gracious. Because, you know, there are some people who tell the truth and have no grace with it. There's some people who are super gracious, but don't tell the truth. And so he is both and. He, he is love and just. He is holy and he is also near. He is completely other than us, but he died so he can have relationship with us. Those who rebelled against him, he died so that we could have relationship with him. And even if we don't acknowledge him, he still keeps us breathing. This God is all-knowing, all-present, all-powerful. He is constant, unstoppable by time or circumstances because he doesn't live on time. He comes on time, but he doesn't live in time. He is beyond our comprehension, yet he still wants us to know him. There is a God who is not just magic and he's not super deep and mystical, yet he is transcendent. He is above and beyond. Here's the thing I want you to Remember, if you don't remember anything else, Yahweh, God most high, he can't sin. He doesn't have the ability to sin. The reason why that's important, that means he can't lie, cheat, steal, or break his promises. Because there are some people who don't mean to hurt us, but because they don't have the follow-through, because their integrity is kind of wonky, they may say one thing and do another, but God doesn't have the ability to say something that he cannot perform. He doesn't have the ability to speak a word that he will not bring to pass. Now, it may not come when we want it, but he never lies. This is why, and this is the source of our worship. This is the source of our surrender. Because we find as we continue to learn about the only one that is eternally existing, we continue to learn and grow and find that he is the one that's worthy. 
He's worthy of our trust. He is worthy of our, our yes. He is worthy of our praise. This is where we find ourselves in Psalm 111. It says, Hallelujah, I will praise the Lord with all my heart in the assembly of the upright and in the congregation. This is why these moments are important because if we do life on our own, we are quickly cast aside and wither away. Because life was never meant to be done in isolation. But because of pain, because of trauma, because of selfishness, because of pride, we often try to insulate and isolate ourselves from those who may or who have injured us. But we have been called not only to praise God, not only to have a personal relationship with God, uh, we've not been called to do this life alone. And the, the Psalm of David says, hallelujah, praise be to Yah. I will praise the Lord with all my heart in the assembly of the upright and in the congregation. Verse 2, the Lord's works are great, studied by all who delight in them. All that he does is splendid and majestic. His righteousness endures forever. Not just for now, not just for our lifetime not just for 2021, but his righteousness, his right standing, his goodness, his kindness endures forever. Verse 4 says, he has caused his wondrous works to be remembered. The Lord is gracious and compassionate. He is not just holy. He is not just just. He is not just truth, but he also is kind and good and gracious and compassionate to everybody. And we see it even more when we allow him to be our light and our salvation. Verse 5, he has provided food for those who fear him. Now, this fear is not like the scary movie. This fear is a reverence that this, this being, this entity is completely different than I am. So I have this awe of this God who is higher than I am, deeper than I am, wider than I am, better than I am, and in him I will trust. He remembers his covenant. He remembers his relationships forever. Verse 6, he has shown his people the power of his works by giving them the inheritance of the nations. The works of his hands are truth and justice. All his instructions are trustworthy. All of his principles, all of the things that he has caused us to live by, even if it makes us uncomfortable, even if it makes us deny ourselves and take up our cross and follow him, all of his instructions are trustworthy because it's not about the moment. It is about making us the men and women that we were created to be in the first place. Marred by sin, renewed by Christ, his instructions are trustworthy, even if they're inconvenient. Verse 8, they are established forever and ever, enacted in truth and in uprightness. He has sent redemption. He sent salvation to his people. He has ordained his covenant relationship forever. His name is holy and awe-inspiring. Last verse, the fear of the Lord. Again, the reverence, the awe of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom because when you realize that we have a God who is higher, holier, greater than us. If he is the most high, everything else is a letdown. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. All who follow his instructions have, have good insight. His praise 
endures forever. I love what the New International Version says at the end of it. He says, to him belongs eternal praise. Beloved, I, I want you to know today that out of everything in life that changes, that goes up, down, that gets an update, a revision, that moves and shakes, we can have a relationship with one who is constant. One who is consistent throughout the ages, who has always been and will always be. The uncreated one, the unmoved mover, the only one who created everything but has not been created, who always existed and will never cease to exist, that everything in life changes except him. And that everything that can be shaken will be shaken, but we can remain unshaken in him. That he is the one who calls us into peace, and peace is not the absence of conflict. It is the presence of the Lord, that even if we're in a boat and we're on a stormy sea, that we can have the one who is Emmanuel, God with us, the one who knows and sees and actually cares, that he's eternally trustworthy. His assignment for me today is just to remind you that no matter how you feel, because feelings are a bad barometer for what is true, no matter what you're facing, no matter the questions, doubts, no matter even some of the things that you may have that have not been answered by him or his word, he, God, Yahweh, remains trustworthy. And my prayer for you is, that you would rest eternally secure, not in what you think, not in what you feel, but in who he is. That as everything shifts and shakes, may our foundation and may our focus be on the one who is constant above it all. The one who is eternally trustworthy. Let me pray for you. Father, I pray in the name of Jesus. This would not just enter our heads because this year seems like a long, year-long trust exercise. It's just been time after time where things have shaken and let us down. May we not equate our human experiences with you who are holy. Father, I pray for every student and faculty member staff, I pray that we would rest secure in you who are eternally trustworthy. That we trust in a whole lot of things. Matter of fact, we're trusting in the chairs we're sitting in. We trust in places and people and things. But may we find our ultimate security, not in what we can do and what we can buy and where we can go and what we can provide for ourselves. May we rest secure in you. Father, I pray that you would continually show yourself mighty and strong through these world changers. I pray that you would cover them and guide them and lead them and protect them, that your wisdom would be applied to their lives, that your love would overshadow their doubts, that you would continue to be God and that we would know it. 
that we would live in relationship with you, and that we would know that you're worthy of our trust, you're worthy of our yes, and you're worthy of our praise. Be glorified, be magnified in us, in Jesus' name.